Welcome to the Crime of the Century podcast, where we expose higher education for the scam that it is. I am Kevin Prendeville, and today, as always, we'll be diving headfirst into controversial subjects, undaunted by political correctness. Now, Lawrence W. Reed once said, um, have you ever noticed how statists are constantly reforming their own work? Healthcare reform, tax reform, welfare reform, education reform, etc. And it's the very fact that they're constantly reforming, which is an implicit admission that they didn't get it right the first 50 times. See, the idea of reform starts with the academics. And they work in a sterile, theory-based environment, which is now, I believe, inherently biased. And this is great for mathematicians and scientists and those that really make great progress through uh, theories and, and change. But for those who politically influence uh, our kids that we send to their classes, it's change is always pushed and reform and this is broken and needs to be fixed and this is a wrong on society. And the reason is because there's profit in change. There's control in change. And so as we explore this topic today, I will explain exactly how this is part of the crime of the century. So I think the best place to start is to figure out what is a statist. I didn't say sadist or anything like that. I understand my voice can be a little bit uh, uh, funky that way, but a statist, somebody who believes in the almighty power of the state. And that doesn't mean, you know, Georgia's better than Florida. Um, and I actually believe the opposite personally. But um, the state is a political entity that controls all. So the state in France would be the central government. Uh, in Germany, especially um, at the birth of that nation and 1871, the state was the central government. And a statist refers to the central government of that country. So a statist in the American sense is someone who says that the federal government should be the be-all, end-all. And for the most part, it is now. The state governments have very little power. There are small differences, but I truly believe the federal government has the most power uh, in today's system. And most politicians simply use the state level to get to the federal level. That's where all the kickbacks and the uh, high-priced uh, scams are. Um, that's another topic for another day. But to understand a statist is someone who also believes that the state should be the provider. In most cases, the state is the god or the moral center. And so when... Uh, Reed talks about healthcare reform, tax reform, education reform, welfare reform, all of these, the reason he, he chose those words and those programs is because a statist believes that the state should guarantee an income, a state should guarantee healthcare, uh, a state should pay uh, for those as it would call those less fortunate. And that's the PC way of defining it. What a status really is, is someone who wants control over you, what you earn, what you can and can't earn, what you can and can't say, and what your worth is. They want to be able to determine that, and they'll use the guise of helping as really their, their crutch. So 
when we understand that, that all healthcare reform is and all welfare reform is and education reform, all of this for statists and really, I believe for many academics today, is not to help anybody, but more to ensure a system of dependency. And a system of dependency where you look up to your educators because they are your preachers. And you look up because they preach the gospel of the state. And the state is your God. And you exist and you live and you die only to serve that state, whatever it may be. So the end game with all these reforms is not reform to make anything better, but reform to make something stronger and more prevalent. Um, you know, it used to be taboo in our country to be on some form of government assistance. And uh, men who would feel as though they weren't doing, and I would still argue really aren't, are, are not doing enough for the rest of their family. Well, uh, they're not being a very good provider. Uh, and part of me agrees with that, but the other, other part of me says, well, they could probably do more if taxes weren't so high. See, they keep talking about tax reform, and the reason you're broke is because somebody else has your money. Um, well, that's BS. I mean, that's, that's just not how basic economics works. But you haven't been educated enough, and not you directly, but, but the people who are uh, in, a, in a disadvantaged position uh, you know, if their only access to knowledge was, you know, public education, which was second right, especially in a lot of these bad areas, it's just not worth it. So now, not only do you not have the education about how economics work or um, different economic theories and what has worked in the past, now you're a slave to what you've been taught, your educator and your education reform. So of course you'd be in favor of something like tax reform because it sounds great. You have never heard anything else. And so taxes get raised to force people who can make more farther down because now you're in the, under the guise of redistribution. But redistribution, all it does is take money from someone who's earning it and puts it in a senator's pocket or puts it in uh, a politician's pocket or goes to fund this pet project and doesn't go, it's not like you're actually giving to somebody who's poor. If you want to do that, you know, there are plenty of soup kitchens and churches and things that you can donate to to do that. So it, when explaining what a statist is, if you haven't already understood that they are a cancer and really um, the ones who destroy individuality, um, you know, I think this is probably isn't the right channel for you uh, because I don't think we'll ever agree. But here's why they don't work in the U.S. system, is that we had uh, great minds, very unique founding fathers, in the sense that they themselves, though in a position of power, seemed uncorrupted because they would believe so strongly in the power of the individual and maybe it's because they were in the new world and they were in this very unique and, and new place different from the old world in the West. Well, the entire idea of the American system was to guarantee everybody the right to be an individual and if you're a statist and someone who actively pushes against that, well, it's just not possible to be part of what we believe as a country. Because as a country, we believe that every man has the right, self-endowed by the creator, to create his or herself in the image that they see fit. 
that's not for a state to decide and that's not for you or me to decide that's for that individual yet that goes out the window and it really has been trampled in the education system and by many universities and the hard left really pushes uh, these theories and they push totalitarianism and dictatorship and they do it under again under the 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 veil of trying to help people and um, there are many people who who truly believe in the system and and, and in terms of uh, the, the totalitarian measures and truly believe that's the way to go well that the road to hell is paved with good intentions so all they're doing in their efforts to help is fattening up the politicians and making sure that the politicians can drive their Mercedes and live in their mansions and benefit from the work that the rest of us do but in a system designed to benefit the individual if we want to we can all get rich now there are still parts in our society that allow us to be that way and I think on if it was used better the invention of the internet has given everybody around the world the, the ability to access education wealth and the ability to become something they didn't think possible but that's kind of being squandered and also the the reason why the hard left always pushes how morally superior superior they are is because they only judge how 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 much better they are than you um, by how many people they supposedly help how many programs they have in force how many uh, tax dollars they're collecting and all that does as I've explained is is lower the standard of living for somebody who is working hard and making it happen and creating value because that's true wealth wealth is simply the creation of so much is the creation of value and so for those who are in a, uh, dis, in, a, in, a, in a disadvantaged position, it's not because they can't, it's just because they aren't creating enough value outside of themselves to have, uh, to achieve that kind of wealth. Yet they're told it's somebody else. They're told somebody else who does have value not, and who probably is employing them is hurting them. Meanwhile, the politician and again the the especially the lifelong politician who has never worked uh, in the in the real world has never experienced the same struggles that you and I have day to day talks on and on about you know the evils of society and it's these people and these statists who are changing and transforming this country and where do you think they all come from? And it's the education system. It's these big universities that pump out these uh, senators and supposed world leaders. And all they are are fat cats looking for what you've earned so that they can control what you can and can't say and how you can and can't defend yourself. This is why it's part of the crime of the century. And this is why it goes back to the universities and comes back here is because not only do they educate the politicians, to go expound these beliefs but then they indoctrinate the students to believe what that politician is saying 
and to willingly give up their freedoms and rights and beliefs because that's just what they've been taught. And furthermore, you and I are going broke trying to pay for that. The average student at 22 has $50,000 of debt and all they're learning is how to serve the government and how to serve some politician. They're going to be in debt for nearly half their lives and all it does is create not only this cycle of dependency, but then you become a slave because all you're doing is working towards trying to get out of debt and you're working for the government who's not going to relieve you of your student loans even if you go bankrupt and so the question then becomes how do we fix this how do we fix this issue that is so prevalent and so dangerous because believe me I believe the next political carrot that Sanders and Warren and the rest of the left is gonna get you to try to vote for them is they're going to say we'll get rid of your student loans and or we'll reduce them or we'll let you uh, get rid of them in bankruptcy or or something that's going to be the next uh, political carrot so how do we fix this how do we get these statists out well uh, some of you might remember Justin McCarthy and he does have a stigma attached to him and not without good reason but people don't remember he was able to use HUAC which was known as the House of Un-American Activities to hunt down legitimate communists that were in our country, uh, Arthur Miller and um, I can't think of their names right now, but the scientists who sold the nuclear uh, weapon uh, plans, the A-bomb plans to the Soviets. Um, he was able to use them to legit hunt down legitimate communists and we have that ability, especially again with the internet, to know what people think if the Zuckerberg trial is anything by it. So how do we fix it? Well. It's, it's, it's very simple. We make universities more practical and give students trade skills and business sense and bring real entrepreneurs who have created value in to teach these courses. Then you're not worried about politics. Let, let, let the student figure out their politics. If somebody wants to go be a communist because they choose to be um, in that mindset, I mean, they'll be in a small minority, like the same people who go and choose to be a Nazi um, or another radical or anarchist or whatever. That's fine, but it would solve a lot of these socialism issues that we have because the students aren't being fed and force-fed and indoctrinated because radicals only can exist in a time of desperation. And if your school is telling you that everything is broken and needs reform and then pushes socialism, well, you're going to go that direction, but if we're teaching real skills that can then be applied to create value and therefore income and get people off of this system of dependency within the government, well, then the need for radicalization goes away and the, the, the Nazis and the communists and all these radicals suddenly just become what they are, uh, crazy people who have no bearing on reality. Because that's what they are and that's, that's all they'll ever be as long as our economy stays strong and as long as we're teaching the right things, but we're not. And that's why this is the crime of the century. And I'm going to see you on the next podcast where we will explain exactly why and how you feel broke because of these criminals within our education system. <laughs>